I, I was impressed by the de-aging stuff <laughs> they did in Ant-Man and the Wasp for uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, because there's some flashbacks regarding their characters. <laughs> they didn't just pull footage of like Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface and <laughs> have her walking around in that gold lame dress. That Michael slinky Douglas outfit. in, uh, in uh, Wall Street, yeah. <laughs> romancing the stone. He's, he's in stripes and, and suspenders. <laughs> Talking on one of those giant cell phones. <laughs> Episode 279. Nine times. Now I'm thinking nine times, not nine days. <laughs> Both equally fun lines from movies that we love. And sound effects I don't have. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, it's a podcast with a guy and a guy and a guy. I'm Mike. I'm Craig. And here we are. Here we are. Mike What's just, so funny over there? Mike was just joking before we pressed the, button, the record button, making Roger, Roger, what's the clearance? What's the clearance, Clarence? What's our vector, Victor? And I recall running across a discussion online this week. Um, and uh, I'm going to tell you about that in just a minute. Josh is Craig. here! Welcome back. Hello, Thanks sir. for having me again. I was list, I was uh, I came across a discussion about like what types of movies wouldn't you see ever again now you know like since nine eleven like the types of things that you could see in a movie anything pre nine eleven plane disaster yeah or, well yeah. It just unless it's like you know autobio you know it's biographical or something one of the things that came out somebody made the comment was like you never see like you know there were there were serious things like Arlington Road which is deals with like a domestic terrorist and you know Sully. Cer- certain things. But one of, somebody went on there and made a joke about how you wouldn't see the movie Airplane get made now. Because um, it's all, <laughs> well, and people were like, what do you mean? Just because it's all about, like, you know, plane not being able to land and panic on the plane and blah, 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 you know, just plane problems. And he's like, no, you'd never see a seven foot Muslim in the cockpit. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, really? <laughs> And that's what got me thinking about that when you were what's the that, clearance that, that clearance. That wasn't Kareem Abdul Jabbar. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Roger. <laughs> hey, what, what was his last name? I don't remember, but the line, yeah, what is what's how's the language? My name <laughs> grabs a kid by the shirt collar and like <laughs> My name is Roger, whatever his name is. You tell your old man to drag, drag Walton and Lanier up and down the court for 48 minutes. I bust my ass out there. <laughs> Whatever the line yeah. was. <laughs> so, Josh, how's it going? Going fine. Roger Murdoch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> my name is Roger Murdoch. I'm the co-pilot. You're Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> um... Anything interesting happening in your life other than the fact that you just got a sneaky peeky looking at the Capers book? No, it's just that you guys saying Roger Roger earlier, you know, <laughs> just being my mind went a different route right. and thought about the droids from yeah. Star Wars Roger, and, Roger. And, yeah. and the fact that the Clone Wars is being brought back as uh, as was announced at uh, San Diego. Uh, a couple of days ago. Oh yes, this is Comic-Con. as we record. This is the Sunday of San Diego Comic Con. So, yeah, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of movie premieres. They've been dumping trailers online that get 
premiered at Comic-Con yeah. and then boom, they're out here. Um, have you seen any of the trailers for the stuff they're I, I premiering? I saw the Godzilla King of the Monsters one last night. I haven't watched that one. I'm not interested in Godzilla movies, but what yeah. does it, how does it look? It it lo- it looks like they're unlike that has it's a sequel to the American Godzilla movie from a couple of years ago, and it looks like they're going a lot heavier on the monster fighting. Has you know the trailer shows Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan, <laughs> King Ghidorah. It, it, it's, king of, well, you can't have a King of the Monsters unless you have yeah. monsters, right? Is Robert Smith in it? <laughs> in this one? It's not self. No, no, I, I, I didn't see him. Interpretation. Uh, uh, what's her name? The actress that plays Eleven in Stranger Things is in the movie. Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah. I is the... is the guy that was uh, being followed by the monsters in the last movie there too? Like the, I remarked, uh, the, the the soldier kid. Yeah. I... That, like if you didn't know better from watching the movie, you would assume the monsters were after him because wherever <laughs> yeah. he went, there they were monsters. Over there. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the one with uh, Brian Cranston? Yes. Yeah. I I, I, never, I never saw that. I I didn't yeah. notice we him. We talked about it yeah. enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't notice him. There was the um, again blanking on the actor's name. The uh, the Japanese scientist, you know, that said let them fight oh, in, yeah. in, in the movie. Like his character's back. Sure. <laughs> um, I saw the Shazam trailer. I need to DC. see that one. Shazam. Shazam is a superhero. He's a DC mm-hmm. universe. You know, and the DC movies have been getting a lot of crap by at least some fans for being a little dark and broody. Yeah. Um, and so far only having one good one. Um, that would be the one that you and your wife and I went to see together. In the front row and in hurt f- our necks, even <laughs> in the reclining seats. But it was still a good movie. Yes, I, I enjoyed the Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, one woman. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Linda Carter version. Yeah. <laughs> Although that's the one I grew up with. As did I. But they, uh, they're doing Shazam, which is um, a bit of a goofy um, superhero. kind of. And the, the, the shtick is that the, a kid gets superpowers. And when he says the magic word, because he's bestowed this by this mystical being, and he says the magic word Shazam, he turns into Shazam, who is a... Full-grown yeah. adult, super buff superhero. Of course, formerly known as Captain Marvel before the big legal battle over that. Over name. the name Captain Marvel, right? <laughs> With Marvel Studios. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, Shazam, the kid in his Shazam form, in his adult form, is played by um, Chuck. What's his name? Zachary Levi. Oh, <laughs> Um, that he is he all uh, pumped up? Well, he's he's a, he he's somewhat suit, pumped, but it seems like suit. he's got a little bit of a suit thing happening too. It, he, he's but got some enhancement in that area. But it's kind of supposed to be that way because it's a little it's a little goofy. Right. And this this trailer is yeah. like it's colorful and it's funny. And I I've, I've compared it to it is basically big the movie big with superpowers. Mm-hmm. It is like you know like the kid suddenly is but an he goes adult, back and forth and stuff. But he can just, go back and forth, right? right. And but but he's you know, but he's a kid's mentality being a superhero. So he's got his best buddy with him, and they're like, well, "Let's see what you can do." And they're, so they're testing. Oh, do you have super yeah. strength? And he's bending stuff, and he's like, "Wow, can you fly?" And he goes, and he flies off like thirty feet, and then falls right back down into <laughs> <Yeah>. the. <laughs> he runs up a uh, a concrete skate park. Cool <laughs> half pipe. He <laughs> gets like thirty feet up and sputter, 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 <laughs> wham, back down into the concrete. <laughs> and he's walking along. He's walking along the street and he's because he's got electrical powers and his symbol is electrical on the front of his chest and it lights up and everything when you touch it. 
makes zappy sounds and electrical arcs and he's walking along the street pointing at people's cell phones and going and your phone is charged and your phone is charged and your phone is charged (laughs) (laughs) now i'm not sure if he's actually blowing the phones up because i would expect that that's what he's actually doing because he's a kid he doesn't realize that's not how charging works (laughs) and and i just always think of the fun moments in the comics where like his transformation is kind of the portent of that is a bolt of lightning striking him and just the comic moments where he weaponizes that like transforms <laughs> back and forth to hit someone so that lightning it. keeps striking and then he runs up next to the bad guy and then shazam <laughs> <laughs> so it looks like it's gonna be Please. fun it's colorful it's funny look hey dc yeah. figured out how to make a superhero movie where yeah. the superhero is excited about yeah. being a superhero J- just <laughs> just continue to keep goyer and snyder away from it <laughs> So and the and the Aquaman movies out there too, and it looks just as broody and oh great, as, it's, but it's a wet version of broody. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like looks slick, you know. It's like you know the whole undersea kingdom thing is interesting, but it looks you know kind of dark and broody. But Shazam looks like a ton of fun. <laughs> that so, one I might I might go see that in the theater just for the experience because I think it'll be a it'll be a laughy crowd. Yeah, like I haven't seen the trailer yet, but like just the news bits I've been hearing about that one. It's like, please let them get this one one right. Like, like they've got Wonder Woman. Let them manage another good one. Let them do. Let them do a fun one, and then if yeah. they want to keep doing the yeah. Justice League and have those be mostly dark and rough, then they can still have you know, like hopefully the Flash movie when the Flash gets one will be fun because the Flash is like as yeah. as presented in the. Justice League movie, he's he's kind of a little goofy. Well, and, and so he's he's supposed to, he's younger. He's um, he's kind of excited about being yeah. a hero. He's and, a little, little unsure of himself. Yeah, and it depends on the version, but usually the Flash is one of the more lighthearted superheroes yeah. in the DC universe, anyway. So here's hoping. Did you see any trailers? <laughs> I uh, the I saw one, and it was for Glass. Ooh, yeah, I saw that as well last night. Are you a fan of? Uh unbreakable i i loved unbreakable and split i need to see split i have not seen it yet like i know how it ties in like, i just haven't gotten around to I, it i haven't seen split and i'm the only person in the world that did not like unbreakable <laughs> i'm like oh so it's just like they're comic book superheroes in except, real life except like how it might actually be that's, that's lame because <laughs> i'm not a comic book person but you know that's just me that's fine Maybe, maybe, maybe. Re- I need to go back and revisit. I was gonna say it. maybe revisit it now. Like, I own it. Sure. I should watch it because that's one of my favorite M Night movies. Actually, is you know I just I, it's a slow paced. You know, it's not an action movie. It has it gets exciting at the end, but it's it's a slow burn. Which, which like it, most of his movies are. Which it's weird because I normally don't like slow burns, but like Unbreakable is absolutely my favorite M Night movie. I will say that it's a very tightly written movie too. There's not much wasted scenery in that movie. Yeah, every well, scene is like moves something forward, keeps the story propelled. Because that could, like, a superhero movie that had like a quarter, you know, twenty five percent filler and was slow to begin with. Oh, shoot me! <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, every scene really meant something, and there was a, you know, real relationships between the Bruce Willis and his, you know, they're not estranged, but the wife that he's having trouble with, and the kid that's kind of caught in the middle. And did you see Split? Craig? Yes, I did. So was it obvious in that movie that it was in the same universe? You had no clue until the last five minutes. Oh, okay. Zero uh, clue. Because it's like a stinger at the end. Mm-hmm. That the stinger scene. Yeah. Hmm. I suppose. Does everybody know? 
I mean, I, I am aware, yeah. I haven't seen it, so no. Okay, well, I'm not going to reveal anything. I mean, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think both of us said we haven't seen it. Well, I, I was aware, because like, I had little interest. <laughs> I, I didn't have a ton of interest in Split, but then I heard about the stinger and like realized what it tied into, and it's like, okay, I am on board for this. James McAvoy is crazy. Way to spoil the ending, nerd burger. I know. James McAvoy is creepy as hell in that movie in Split. So it's it's a again it's an M Night movie. It's kind of a slow burn, very character heavy. No, Should, shouldn't I just, be surprising. I I watched the um the Conan last night. This is Friday night's Conan. Conan the Barbarian. Conan the <laughs> Giant Ginger talk show host. <laughs> um, so no different Conan. <laughs> and they Thank had you. the they had the uh, the cast. Of uh, of glass, and that was the big that was the big thing, you yeah. know, with everybody on stage and M Night and 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 they were talking about how it's a sequel to Unbreakable, or they were saying it's a sequel, blah blah blah. And James McAvoy wasn't there, right? It was everybody else, mm-hmm. and I had no idea until they showed the the trailer, and I'm like, wait a minute, isn't that the guy from that other movie about the multiple person hey wait a minute what's happening here yeah see that's the problem is that like <laughs> the split thing with and, and, and the stinger at the end and the reveal that's it's done i mean like that 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 information is out there there aren't too many people if you're if you're paying attention to the talk of the of, of glass and you haven't already seen split you know sorry you're getting spoiled more a- than a- anything about glass is going to tip you off to split steel yep yeah so i just Tried to it save, was just it was save face on that by <laughs> weirdly confusing though because yeah, I, and is. I didn't I didn't realize know, until yeah. until just now and I just watched it it was just on TV last night this is Saturday mm-hmm. and um and I'm just now realizing McAvoy wasn't I wasn't there on stage with everybody <laughs> what's going on it was uh wow did they you think you or Andy or or people like wear me out with the bleep button holy <laughs> good God. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson and uh, and Sarah Paulson got into a thing where they kept saying "motherfucker" this and <laughs> and that over over and over and over again, and it was literally nothing but beep, but a beep, and the beep, the beep, <laughs> like a minute. You know what? I don't know a ton about Sarah Paulson, but I can picture that now that you say that. <laughs> She's a goofball in real life. She's hilarious in interviews. You would you would have no idea that she's that person. Given the roles that she's played, have you heard what they're doing with the next season of American Horror Story? Or are you completely off that now? I'm a at least one and a half seasons removed from it, away okay. from it, gone. I I since my friend at work that I used to talk American Horror Story with is he works in a different office, like same organization, different office now. Like he's he was my avenue of information, so I hadn't heard about the next season yet. Okay, well this is no spoiler what's happening in the season, but they always announce like what sure, the season's what the, about. The, 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 the general yeah. theme. This yeah. this next season is and it's 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 striking me as odd, but it is it is the long awaited actual, like honest to goodness crossover of some of the th- events of different seasons where they've had like the little bits like you know sure. pepper shows up pepper who was in the asylum season shows up in the freak carnival show. freak show season and there have mm-hmm. been other there have been references to murder house and that kind of stuff um this is supposedly this season built built is built around a crossover of the murder house and coven seasons 
Okay. But without the character, but without the characters from Murder House and Coven. Yeah, well, so they it's, can't it's... because the they, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 have... yeah. We got you. A lot of the same people playing different characters. <laughs> just, just the events of but the, the events two of, seasons like, uh, will be germane. The things that happen in those two seasons will both be part of like a, you know they will continue the story of those types of things, witches and and ghosts. I could be on board for that because, like, Coven, like, I really liked Coven a lot. I know it's not necessarily one of the most popular seasons, but, like, that that's the one I go back to and rewatch sometimes. I didn't dislike it. I liked, I liked it just fine. I liked that season except when it devolved into stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself with superpowers. Because that's what the witches were doing, basically. Every time they went after each other, they, like, made each other, like, burn their hands or hit themselves or fling themselves across the room. It was just like, it was all this like, you know, adolescents sniping at each other with witch powers. And I was like, yeah, they got a little old after a while. Yeah. I think I remember you mm-hmm. talking about that <laughs> and, and somewhat agreeing with you. There was, there it was, didn't, it didn't bug there me was literally much. a moment where one of them, one of the witch girls <laughs> oh, was, was making the other one hit herself over and over again. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I probably just laughed at that. <laughs> I, like I, I, I was okay with it for one time, but then it, yeah. they kept doing it to each other. They were always sniping at each other. I was like, "Come on, let's see more stories." Yeah, no. Even as much as I like it, the tone of that season like just went off the rails at some point. And then there was weird stuff that wasn't explained, but that happens in most of the seasons. Yeah, yeah. What the hell was up with that Minotaur guy? <laughs> I was running around outside the house for a while. And then there were zombies for like an episode. <laughs> it was huh. messed up. And then there was all the history stuff with what with with uh, all the stuff that was happening like a hundred years earlier on Bourbon Street or whatever with oh yeah Kathy yeah, Bates's yeah. character and and then there was, was the it was the guy that was stuck in the forties that like whose apartment she went to yeah oh right right anyway like that could have been a. A capers character. That's like the first <laughs> Asylum was crazy because Almost. there were so many storylines within the asylum, but that was that was this is the one that like started to that with with Coven is where they started like jumping around time periods and having all sorts yeah. of storylines and lots of characters in different times and you were trying to figure out how what how, happened in the past influenced this. Like Asylum did that, but you figured out, oh, that's the mad doctor. Yeah. I don't need to think too hard about that. It that's when he was younger and here he is older. And a Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> but then it was all this stuff like, you know, it was they kept it a mystery through Three quarters of the season, like what was going on in the past, and that how was it that was the, the one where you present. thought that uh, that the uh, the de aging CGI technology had gotten so great all of a sudden that they're using it on this TV show, and yeah. it turned out it was just James a, It was just James Cromwell's son, <laughs> <laughs> who looks just like him. Got that big bony, that big bony head of his. They did use that, and they they use it to make yeah. uh, uh, Jessica Lang look look yeah. younger. Yeah, but um. I, I was impressed by the de-aging stuff they did in Ant-Man and the Wasp for uh, Michael Douglas and Michelle Pfeiffer, because there's some flashbacks regarding their characters. They didn't just pull footage of like Michelle Pfeiffer from Scarface and <laughs> have her walking around in that gold lame dress. That Michael slinky Douglas outfit. in, uh, in uh, Wall Street, yeah. <laughs> romancing the stone. He's, he's in stripes and, and suspenders. <laughs> Talking on one of those giant cell phones. <laughs> She comes in all hopped up on heroin, <laughs> stringy hair, and that that slinky outfit, vacant eyes. Anyway, <laughs> so what's news over in Comic Con? 
Um, I'm kind of heavy on movie stuff today, like I said. Um, Josh, are you familiar with the game, uh, the new RPG? It's a year or so old called Tales from the Loop. I actually haven't heard of that one, I don't think. It's made by a Swedish company called Modifius. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's part of the Stranger Things world of things, you know, that's coming out, the, the oh, 80s okay. nostalgia that's so oh. big. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's weird kit, you know, weird sci-fi in the 80s that never was featuring kids it's, as the protagonist. It's a, and the game's built all around that. It's all about kids, you know, going on adventures and instead of like in, if, where Goonies is like, you know, pirate ships and dungeons with weird puzzles, Tales from the Loop is like, you know, weird sci-fi and animals doing goofy things and crazy scientists. Okay. Um, but in the eighties, um, in a alternate world where some of this stuff exists and, uh, there, uh, you were remarking that Amazon doesn't make anything good for television. No, like I, the Amazon series. No, no, no. I was <laughs> saying that, that there, there was never anything, uh, that, uh, available for free on Amazon prime video that I wanted to watch. Okay. So that includes all of their original series. Apparently. I suppose. I suppose <laughs> I'm not fair. interested in any of the ones I've heard of now. So, well, maybe check this one out. Okay, so this is where this that's is going to be on Amazon. I'm going to do eight or ten episodes or something like that. So, so originally, uh, the game was inspired by a um, artist who did like artwork of that was inspired like you know that kind of thing, where it's like 80s everything, um, but then with this weird sci-fi stuff. There's like ships and robots and all this kind of stuff. I can't find his name. Simon Stalinhog. Um and then they took his cool artwork and said, Hey, let's make a game about that. And now they're taking the RPG and saying, Hey, let's make, make a, a TV, TV show, show about, about that. that. <laughs> so I own I, I backed it on Kickstarter and own it and I've run it actually. Okay. It's a fun little game. So here's hoping the series doesn't suck ass. And then Mike will have something to watch on <laughs> Mike will have something to watch on Amazon. Please Prime. don't give Mike any more ammunition. <laughs> Oh, speaking um, of um, House of, of Lies is is free on Amazon Prime right now. That's awesome. That show is so awesome. Every character on there is despicable or a dumbass. Oh, okay. I think about that. <laughs> that that was a Showtime, right? Yeah, it was a yeah. Showtime series that went for like five five seasons, mm-hmm. half hour show. Um, can't think of her name from the Good Place and Don Cheadle. Kristen Bell, Don Thank Cheadle. That's John Ralph. John Ralphio. Is he in that? He's one of the support characters under Don Cheadle. He's funny as hell. He's despicable. Yeah. He is well, a, they all are. He is a turd. Yeah. Well, no, they're all either turds. There's like four <laughs> of them are turds. Or no, sorry, yeah, of the main characters, four turds, including Don Cheadle's <laughs> son and and father, because there's family. Okay, so there's so there's five there's, characters. There's the oh, ex-wife. There's, there's the there's his three underlings. <laughs> There's there's Don Cheadle, his three underlings, the you're, ex-wife. You're not explaining this flowchart okay. in a way I can understand. <laughs> Don Cheadle has a kid with his ex-wife, oh. and he has his dad who is living with him. Okay. And he has three underlings at work. Sure. The kid is a good person. The father is a good person. Everybody else is a turd except for one person who's a dumbass. And and <laughs> John Ralphio's the dumbass or the turd? He's a turd. Oh, he's a turd. Okay. <laughs> No, it's a white guy. That's the idiot. <laughs> like a like a blonde haired, like really white guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta watch it. It's a fun show. Don, Don Cheadle is a terrible, terrible person in that show. <laughs> is it cr- like cringe worthy kind of, or is it? it well, is it's funny. It's fun. It's very funny. It's a it's a dramedy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a think of it like it's. Well, he's he and his team are business consultants, and they are very upfront right from the get go that what they do 
is absolutely worthless to their, <laughs> that everybody that they work for could figure this crap out on their own. They go in there and they find ways to make money and sell their services to a business sure. in order to be able to build them continuously for years. And they oh, are okay. all money grubbing whores. They're, they're consultants. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're turds, <laughs> but they're, 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 they're complete within their circle. They're completely honest about it with each other. Sure. Okay. They know they are whores for money. They're just terrible people that are just trying to bilk money out of these companies. So what is the, what, uh, is it a, a, a whole vast array of services they pretend to provide or, or is their service? You will just be like, utterly you confused. You can't figure it out. You will be utterly confused by like, what they're actually doing for these companies because he literally, there's times where he breaks the fourth wall and talks to the audience mm -hmm. and gives you the rundown of like how to use jargon and like, you know, baffle them with bullshit, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Okay. It's like, yeah, it's. <laughs> So the companies don't really even know what they're paying for. Not really. But they're convinced that it's it's worth something and so they Because other to pay companies for it. do it. Right. And there's all these all there's all these consulting firms that are good at it supposedly. So they're just grifters. I mean there's ost ostensibly there's there's business stuff that's happening. They're rebranding or they're doing something with the finances to fix things or they're paying off debts or they're doing stuff. But, but they do it in a way that, that It will get them paid for years. Yeah. That's and, what their end goal is. And there's no real um, talent or thought necessary. They fake their way through the numbers all the they, time. They just have these companies convinced that they need them to do it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> good work if you can find it, I guess. <laughs> and it's a good thing they're all so charismatic because they wouldn't be worth watching if they were just turd people that weren't interesting. Well, that's the thing about any show like the, you know, the Sopranos are breaking bad. The reason these, we watch these terrible people is because there's, there's some human problems that they deal with. There's something that's identifiable and they're charismatic and interesting. If they were just a-holes, <laughs> we probably wouldn't watch the show. I'm done. What else is news? Oh, speaking of, um, Kickstarters, I noticed, uh, something you backed uh -oh. this past week, what I think. I, what did I back? Trogdor. The Trogdor board game. I'm going to burn and eat the countryside. I'm going to burn and eat the peasants. <laughs> and the thatched roof cottages! <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why wouldn't I get that board game? John, plays plays in like 40 minutes. Home, home star runner. <laughs> yeah. okay, okay. I, I, I am aware, yes. <laughs> it's, it's a board game now. <laughs> Comes with little pieces that you put the, like you can actually yeah. put the thatched roof cottages on fire. <laughs> And uh, and it comes with an increasingly expensive uh, wooden case that you can put everything in up to I think eighteen hundred dollars. You can get really, really, level. really fancy versions of everything. Yeah, <laughs> I got the base level. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna play it four times, and I'm never gonna look at it again. So I'm just getting the base level. I haven't ba <laughs> actually backed it yet because I haven't had time to really look look at it. But I am going to. But, but an interesting thing about it, I noticed, is uh, it's. The Homestar Runner, the Kickstarter account anyway, mm -hmm. it says they're based in Atlanta. Yeah. I had oh. no idea. We should go over and say hi. They, we should have <laughs> them on the show. Josh, you seem to know, know something about this. Well, no, I was just oh. aware they were in Atlanta. That, that was the I had no idea. Guest, uh, regular guest James introduced me to Homestar Runner when it was just a meme on the internet. Yeah. Um, like well, I used to... 15 years ago. Yeah. Well, I, I I found out about it found out about it somewhere or another and became addicted to the uh, 
uh, the strong bad emails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the letters. That, 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 <laughs> I, I watched other stuff too. Yeah, but yeah. The, I came back for the strong bad all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the emails were my route in back in college. I think was when I became aware of it. So, <laughs> drawing a dragon—that's easy. Just follow this handy guide. <laughs> I've seen Trogdor so many times, I can mostly yeah. recite it. First, draw a S. Then draw a more different S. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget the consummate Vs. <laughs> consummate Vs. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember. put some wings on him if he's a wingling dragon. <laughs> and a big a beefy, beefy arm <laughs> coming out of his neck there. <laughs> I, I even remember when they put out that uh, limousine music album. <laughs> yeah. And give him a name like Trogdor the Burninator. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes to Strong Sad, who uh, and uh, one of the other ones that in Homestar. They're all right. They're all drawing. Is it Strong Sad that draws the really, r- really, really beautiful, n- beautiful shaded thing? And then he doesn't. Kira, he like Kiara shading, shading, and he doesn't. <laughs> he sets it on fire with his lighter. Fire, yeah. <laughs> and one of uh, Telltale developer of like the Walking Dead games and all. One of their early games was strong bads cool game for popular people or, or something like that there was a there was a little trogdor video game too that was just a thing you could play on your keypad where you just you just had to run him around and burn it you just ran yep. around and burning yep. stuff and you occasionally had to you had to avoid the knight and occasionally arrows shot from the archers and you had to avoid them they're just real simple 2d yep keyboard, i remember you know, that keypad game i played the hell out of that too yep. <laughs> <laughs> now that we've trogdored the place up go back it <laughs> <laughs> oh, fo- follow up news. Uh oh. Yeah. Hey, so following up. So, uh, you're you're familiar with this uh, change.org, right? Everybody knows this. You can it's this website. It was set up with good intentions originally, where anybody could go make a petition right. and get signatures. And now, pretty much because anybody can go and go and make, make a petition. A petition. <laughs> Um, we have things like this, Uh-oh. Um, which was it's three days old, and it it is uh, at uh, let's go ahead and call it eighty five percent signed, eleven thousand six hundred and something signatures out of fifteen thousand goal. Um, let people drink the red liquid from the dark sarcophagus. <laughs> Quote: We need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink. So we can assume its powers and finally die. <laughs> so yeah, they opened up the now dark sarcophagus. Yes, and I know what they found. Can I tell you what they found? Go for As it. As I recall how it was described. Sure. Three skeletons, brown water, and an unbearable stench. Yeah, because the brown water is a uh, sewage that leaked <laughs> around it, and apparently they, you know, they they did a really good job chiseling out this this sarcophagus from two. <laughs> giant hunks of uh, black granite but they forgot to put a gasket in it and seal it <laughs> and put a head gasket on yeah so um, on the rim so yeah sewage got inside of it and rotted out the mummies and the skeletons well, well, now they're just floating in there like modern sewage yes. not even old mm-hmm. yeah. sewage <laughs> no i think it's modern sewage <laughs> sewage is sewage my friends <laughs> for me yeah for me a, a nearby sewage trench caused the mummies to decompose and leave only their skeletons Oh, I, I wish we had video of people popping that open and that odor coming flying out. Anybody standing there without a gas mask on? Anybody or? who who would have had had even the the slightest reservations about opening it because it might have a curse, right. which people were concerned about oh, legitimately. 
I rolled my eyes. Well, I was about um, to say, I know a lot. They would have had that stench hit you and thought, oh my god, it's real! <laughs> now it's inside me! <laughs> I, I, I just I'm going to birth a demon out of my pot! I just always think the corners of the internet I'm on, like, always joked about it. It's it's the Vampire Dio from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, that, that franchise. Because, because he traps himself in a, uh, to, to survive an event, he goes into, like, this custom coffin that locks from the inside. Those are the, those are the best. I should get yeah. one of those. Wait, no. It's terrible. I don't, I don't want a coffin. What am I doing? Yeah. Well, that's done. They were ho- they were hoping we can stop worrying about yeah. that, right? Well, you can worry about it for a different reason. Um, <laughs> like two thousand year old E. coli, and <laughs> there's lots worse stuff on this planet right now. <laughs> Some of it's probably like out in that yard right there. Plenty of stuff that'll kill you. Oh gonna sure, get, gonna, given the number get, of dogs that gonna, go walking up and down the street, gonna get worked up about one sarcophagus on the other side of the world. There's every uh every uh. Fecal coliform bacteria imaginable on my front lawn. And everyone else's. Hey, speaking of that. Nummy. News from uh, Dr. Lori. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, some scientists, who, oh, Australian researchers, here we go. Um, they have developed an ingestible electronic capsule to monitor gas levels in the human gut. It's a gut camera. It's not a camera. Goes down in your gut. You eat it with a piece of cheese with some Vegemite on it. No, it's uh, let's see, it's got a, a gas sensor. What does it do? It just it it monitors your. It tests all the gases as as it travels through your system, and okay. then you, you poop it out. And uh, while it's inside of you, uh, you have a a, a like a mobile receiver thing in your that you carry around in your pocket. Oh, so you can get panicked, and then for, if it detects something weird, I don't. I, and and I'm not sure how they don't really describe how this works, but uh, it also comes with a mobile phone app. Sure, so you can <laughs> monitor it right on your phone. I mean, everything has hey, an Mike, app nowadays. Hey, Mike, what, how much methane is in your system right now? Let me check my phone. So I don't know if uh, no, this is for all for research purposes. So they gave they gave these things to people, and uh, and then gave and. I guess the receiver gets the information from the thing and then transmits it into the mobile phone app where it records it instead of just recording it in the stupid receiver thing. I don't know why they had two steps when they could have just had one, but whatever. They're Australian. It's a backup. Sure, there's two. Yeah, whatever. Want to make sure you got your data backed up. Check this thing out, though. As Um, opposed to having your colon backed up. The capsule. No laughs at all. Nothing. Just... Stairs. All right, fine. I know. I know where we're going today. Sorry, the capsule. <laughs> well, I was reading, so I really didn't <laughs> hear your joke. You want to tell me again? No, or no, should I just the laugh, laugh at it later when I'm editing? In editing, sure. And you okay. can just you can you can, you can <laughs> oh, that's great. You can, add, you can add some laughing yeah. in then. <laughs> uh, Twenty-six millimeters in length. Think about that. This is a pill that you swallow. Sure. That's, inch, that's just inch, over an inch. An inch long, yeah. Yeah. 9.8 millimeters in diameter. Okay. That's just over three-eighths of an inch. This is a this is the biggest pill you'll ever swallow. <laughs> it's, it's what my grandpa used to call a horse pill. Yeah. <laughs> Got a big old pill. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever had to swallow a pill quite that big, but I, this, I, I know people who have. This yep. says, like a large vitamin, I've never had a vitamin that big. No. 
Yeah, it has sen- uh, sensors for temperature, CO2, H2, and O2. How much oxygen? How much oxygen you're swallowing? How much air you're swallowing? No, O2 is. O2. Well, yeah, hydrogen, oxygen, and carbon dioxide. But okay. what's what's no hydrogen is H and oxygen is O. So what's H2 and O2? You've mistaken me for Greg the chemist. I'm not. I'm Greg the podcaster. H2 and is O2. That just a different version of no. That's the same thing? that. That's how they actually exist in okay. the world. <laughs> they they they. What is they the difference between off. O and O2? Thank o you. is an oxygen atom. O is dioxygen is a dioxygen molecule. molecule. Okay. O2 is what you actually breathe. So the, these are the molecules yeah. then. Got it. Uh, in the trial published uh, this uh, past Monday, that's two Mondays ago to you listening to this, uh, <laughs> they tested the capsule in six whole healthy people. Six! For uh, the first, they monitored the pill's intestinal trek using ultrasound and linked locations, linked the locations with gas profiles. Sure. Um, what part of your intestine it is in? Is it in your duodenum? Right. In your ileum? This is the okay. That that one's kind of boring. This one's good. So they took a uh, they took one person uh, and had him do it twice. The first time they forced him to eat an extremely high fiber diet for two days prior to swallowing the pill. And then two weeks later, he did it again with a low-fiber diet. Um, in the high-fiber test, the man passed the pill in 23 hours, but he was not happy about it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> the super dose of fiber caused abdominal pain. It only spent four hours in his colon. <laughs> that thing came in and went right out. <laughs> yep. Uh, elevated levels of O2, which is not good for um, the bacteria. That's in your uh, colon. Um, the low fiber <laughs> took uh, eighty-seven days. <laughs> a, a, it's a, a little more than three days, but it spent the bulk of the time fifty-four hours in the colon. So fifty more hours in the colon with the low fiber diet than the high fiber diet. Wonderful. I suppose that's useful to somebody. And the H two isn't going to affect my life, Josh. Very you? low. Nope. Nope. <laughs> but um, I encourage you to read the at least the beginning of uh, the linked article because um, who is this? Uh, Beth Mole. M-O-L-E. Although this is a science-y thing, so maybe she pronounces it Mole. Australian? No, no, no. This is Ars Technica. Oh. Talking about the Australians. Gotcha. The, the author of the article. Beth Mole. Like Edna Mole. <laughs> Well, okay, what's that from? That's Incredibles. Okay. When she has to voice activate her to get in, she walks up. Now we know. Edna Mode. Is it Mole? It's Mode. No. Mode. Mode with a yeah. D. But you can't really tell that. Mode. It sounds like with the saying, accent. It sounds like she's saying Mo. With Brad Bird's accent on it. Edna Mode. No, I still haven't watched The Incredibles. Scientists often hope to break uh, ground with their research, but a group of Australian researchers would likely be happy with breaking wind. Bob, and then, I was and then, about to make that joke. And then it's, uh, yeah, and then there's, oh man, there's like eight or ten things like that in the the first chunk of this. Hmm, like, chunk. Way to go, Molly, Molly, Molly. <laughs> oh, anything interesting in uh, video game news? 
E3 happened about a month ago. Um, couple of interesting announcements, like uh, Capcom's bringing back uh, Devil May Cry. They announced Devil May Cry 5, which... The history of that series, they made Devil May Cry 4, which I think is the highest-selling game in that series. Then they attempted a reboot developed by an outside company that was, by and large... Like, I enjoyed it. It was, by and large, not well-received. <laughs> uh, and sales were significantly below four. Like, I think it was, like, pretty much. <laughs> Plus, the director of the reboot had some... Uh, Made some faux pas when interacting with the community that I think put more people off. But uh, <laughs> so at E3 this year, there was a trailer for Devil May Cry 5. So returning to that old series and the old versions of the characters that were so popular. So they learned something and fixed their mistake. Yeah, which is weird for a large <laughs> video game publisher. <laughs> <laughs> No, there have been rumors of them working on this, like, almost since D uh, the reboot failed, but this was the first confirmation that they were doing it. What is it about video game manufacturers and their inability to learn from past mistakes or errors or miscalculations? Hubris? It's, yeah, pretty much. Large ones, anyway. Well, because that's the thing, the industry's so consolidated into a few large publishers that, yeah, they they just, they think the competition isn't to a level where they have to bother learning. They're going to make money either way, so who cares? Yeah, pretty much. They <laughs> that's have, always great for innovation. That mm -hmm. they have these big <laughs> franchises that they know people will buy just because of the name of the franchise. Built-in audience, we yeah. can count on X amount of dollars, no matter what. I mean, look at how many, given how relatively new that series is, like how many Assassin's Creed games there are. It's kind of like moderately sex successful horror movie franchises. Yeah. Make them for cheap. Make 30 million bucks because the horror movie, you know, crowd is going to go. The people who go to see every horror movie or who love that particular franchise are going to go. Make your money back. Don't need a lot of, don't need a lot of advertising because that, that crowd is looking for the advertising. You don't have to spam the world. To let them know that, you know, they'll, Hatch, they'll Hatchet 4 is coming out. The one thing... The fans of Hatchet know that Hatchet yeah. 4 is coming out. My favorite thing about horror movies right now, though, is they're like one of the genres that's keeping kind of the increasingly lost art of practical effects alive. <laughs> that's true. There are some franchises, some particular movies that have been... have re-embraced that. There was, a, there was a period when CGI blood got kind of cheap to yeah. do halfway decent and it was just everywhere anytime you had to kill it was like oh there's this you know you do the kill a little ways away from the screen and then you have yeah. this red you know reddish black pff, that spurts out of somebody's neck hole after mm -hmm. their head, head gets chopped well, no, or something. It, it looks like eh, okay well and like horror aside like it's just the industry was getting away from practical to a significant degree and horror's kind of the genre that's brought it back but there's like for, I, I read an article somewhere recently that like they're getting to the point where kind of like the old masters of that craft are like they're not going to be in the industry much longer. <laughs> they're going to be dead soon. Yeah, and, and there's <laughs> there's been no Rick Baker and all those people. Yeah, there's been no kind of new people coming in to learn that stuff. So, what's the Walking Dead guy? Greg Nicotero. Hey, Nicotero, get your apprentices on this. You ain't going to be around yeah. forever. <laughs> get those people. Make sure all those people that you're uh, Someone are working on making 
Someone rubber, needs you know, to know latex this zombies stuff. need to be know how to be making that stuff because when Walking Dead ends and those people can go off and do movies, you're not going to live forever. You're not going to work forever. Yep. There's only a handful. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a small... I mean, that's, I mean, it's one of the reasons that uh, Face Off, the sci-fi series, was popular. I'm not sure if yeah, it's yeah. still around. It went for many seasons. It might still be around. But that's, I was all about doing practical makeup oh, yeah, and latex yeah. effects and everything yeah. because it's an art form that people just don't see that much anymore. I watched the first season. Watched the first episode of the second season and said, I already saw okay. this. <laughs> it's just the same thing over again. Yeah, because I, I wasn't people. watching it for the characters, you know, yeah, for, the, yeah. for the interesting interplay between the contestants. The I was drama. Watching it, I was watching it for seeing the, the, the prosthetics made. Yeah. And then I watched the season and I said, okay, I kind of saw all those prosthetics being made. <laughs> Reboot this show in 25 years when there's new technology. That's <laughs> interesting is, you know, the, the people that make those reality competition shows assume or think somehow that the, the, the interplay drama between the characters, the, the infighting, you know, and all that, that stuff that happens in the background is what people want to watch. But I'm, I'm much more interested in watching shows that don't have that, that just, Take care of the competition. And they it's, just it's show all you about the thing that they how you how you're making make. the make how you're yeah, making the yeah. thing you're building the thing. And there aren't very many out there. Yeah, it's all got to have the drama. I blame American Chopper. I'd <laughs> love to watch a motorcycle being put together. Can't stand any of those people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's also ma- manufactured at this point. Too. Yeah, it's so obvious. Yeah, well, yeah. it's been manufactured since the second season of the Real World. <laughs> the first season was the real world was the first the that first was, reality show that was the only one that was actually real yeah like the only <laughs> and it was and it was kind of boring <laughs> and then the second season they started kind of creatively cutting things and by the guy by the time there was like Thirst. one season in like fourth or fifth season where the characters didn't do anything and then yeah. the next season they said well we got to give them all a job <laughs> so we put you know put them in some sort of a stressful situation so they're forced to interact yeah. with each other right? yeah i i think it was season and then and then that was the yeah. end of it i think it was season now three like but uh but the san francisco one that with had puck, puck. Yeah. That was the one where you could tell they were really meddling a lot to mm-hmm. manufacture drama. Well, that was that was season three was yeah with San Francisco that was with Puck and that was with David this the comedian who pulled the the blanket off of the girl the the one girl oh, in the house right, who was right, in right. her underwear or a swimsuit at the time and it was a big thing and they kicked him out of the house for it. <laughs> I don't even remember. It that. was huge. I remember. It was Puck I remember. It. Well, I remember so, Puck yeah. in, the, in the, the peanut butter. In the refrigerator. Yeah, just eating it with his finger. <laughs> and, and blowing his snot rockets. snot rockets everywhere. Well, and, and, and then after that season, they anyway. tried to bring Puck back as like a, a VJ at one point, and it just, no one cared. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> no, what, what <laughs> when, when they're, when it's kind of self-contained like that, where you get people in a house, yeah. or, you know, they're sequestered, or they're just, they show up at the you know, like wherever, wherever, whatever the setup is, whether it's a kitchen or, you know, if it's a cooking thing or whatever. And, and, and you pretty much just have the contestants and there aren't that many extraneous quote unquote characters. Um, they can kind of control it as far as the scripting. What, what <laughs> uh, amuses me to no end are the ones where it's like a, and Allison makes me watch um, million dollar listing New York. Because we want to look at the, hey, what are these, you know, 
$15 million apartments in Manhattan look like because they're usually pretty awesome. And she's a designer, I'm an architect. You know, we, gotcha. we're, we're interested in for the actual content of what it's supposed to be about, but then they've got all the fake crap where they've <laughs> clearly scripted things. And by now they're in, I don't know, the seventh season and the, the, the main character real estate agents are fairly decent at acting at this point, but it's, you've got all these random contractors and developers and architects and uh, clients. <laughs> yeah. And most of them can't, it, it's, it's like Robert Kraft um, reading those lines in that audition for his girlfriend. <laughs> Jeez. Robert Kraft, the owner of the new England Patriots. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and YouTube that one. <laughs> it's it, it. Was it a porno or what? <laughs> No, he just made it sound like one. He made it sound like one? Because it was with his, his, you know, quote-unquote actress, aspiring actress girlfriend that he was helping run lines with. And he, I mean, he sounded, he sounded sleazy and he wasn't, wasn't supposed to. The scene wasn't like sleazy. That's why, but I, that's how I remember (laughs) it. It sounded terrible, yeah. But it's like you're reading, you're reading the, just imagine somebody with zero skills reading lines. That's what it's like watching <laughs> these people. You're like, you can imagine the cue cards being held behind the camera. Right. And you and your wife are not fooled by this because Allison was, in fact, on an episode of what show? I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't. Because yeah, she yeah. was at a working at a design firm where they were contracted to be like the designers, quote unquote. They were for contracted somebody... to be the pretend designers. Yes, I know. I'm, we're getting there. And they were essentially told what it was going to be, what the scene was going to be like, what it was going to be about, how they should act. The real housewives of Atlanta. Yeah. I, I figured. If you, yeah. You, yeah. And uh, it does. Yeah, I wonder which, which show that was I, here it, in Atlanta. It does have, it does have a great shot, a great moment. My, maybe my favorite Allison moment ever <laughs> in the 15 years that I've known her. From TV. <laughs> no, period. <laughs> period ever because it was edited together to look the way it's supposed to look is like the 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 woman that was saying it the real housewife whoever she was was Nini. saying something Nini, yeah. who was saying what she wanted and it was ridiculous and the cut shot to alice and kind of half rolling her eyes just and looking there like smiling oh, and rolling her eyes going yeah. really <laughs> like oh that's allison that's not acting that right there is allison <laughs> no whatever actually happened that made her roll her eyes like that was Prob- real. Whether it was that exact thing, and that it probably didn't it, happen at that no, moment in that order. No, but no, that was appropriate for them to use that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else we got? We have to find that episode on YouTube. Put it up there. No, no, okay. <laughs> we'll make people go look for it. How many seasons <laughs> has that been on? Like fifteen, twenty. <laughs> Good luck. Are we? Uh... Do we have a topic? I don't know. Were there, were there other game things that you wanted to bring up? Um, just because I know, at least with respect to E3, you know, new Halo, new uh, new Gears of War game. new They, like, just, they just keep cranking them out. Yeah, like out a saying. lot of... Yeah, the Devil May Cry thing was the most exciting because it was bringing back a, a beloved franchise that no one expected to see, at least not this soon. So that's real news, whereas the other ones are just like, oh, okay, well, it's time for another one. Um, The kind of the other one that got a lot of attention was, you know, Nintendo no longer has like an E3 conference, but they'll do like a big video release uh, around the same time as E3. And they announced a new Smash Brothers for Switch that's going to have every character that has ever appeared in a Smash title before. 
How many is that? I think it was Brazilians. <laughs> Brazilians and Brazilians. I, I think including <laughs> the two new characters they did announce, it like brings it to seventy four, seventy five total characters in this one fighting game. Wow. Including bringing back favorites that weren't in the Wii U Smash, like uh, Solid Snake from uh, from the Metal <laughs> Gear franchise. Oh man! Well, I mean, they you know they have to keep reinventing themselves. Yeah. I thought it was funny though. I saw I can't. It was someone that works on Smash. I I guess had said in an interview somewhere. It's like now that we're doing this, in which everyone to ever appear is in this game, like. What do we do with the next one when we make it? <laughs> yeah, right. We're going to put everyone in it plus two more? <laughs> that we, Brand new ones that we yeah. make up now? Yeah. Buy the rights to characters from other yeah. games? Bringing characters from other games that we make? <laughs> gender, swip, gender swap them all? <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> Just <laughs> make robot versions of everybody? Or eat. <laughs> evil you know yeah evil evil, evil twins. version evil twin versions everybody has a goatee i was trying <laughs> from the darkest timeline Con- kind of the other other reveal is bethesda finally like revealed a title like you know publisher of like the the elder scrolls games and the fallout games um they finally announced the name for a sci-fi game they've supposedly been working on for years that uh they didn't really show anything about it. We just know the title and know that it's it's apparently pretty far into production. <laughs> it sounds like something some of those old movie studios yeah, used to do it, where they call... they didn't have a they didn't have a a script written yet and they had the they, but they had a title yeah. for a movie so they put together and they had somebody paint up a poster sure. back in the 80s, 70s and 80s when it was painted posters and it would be a poster that wasn't starring anybody because they didn't have an actor attached (laughs) yet it was just something that was supposed to make you think about that title could have been a landscape could have been you know monster stuff could have been sci-fi stuff yeah this this (laughs) and they they would promote that in order to get interest and then use that money (laughs) people came to them with to buy to buy their copies of the VHS later <laughs> when, to when, make the movie. The thing is, like... <laughs> and write the script. The thing is, Bethesda doesn't need to do that because they've put Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim, on everything other th- under the sun and Jeez. are basically printing money with that one game. And they did, like... It was a, just an announcement. It wasn't really a trailer showing anything. Like, yes, we're working on Elder Scrolls Six now, the sequel to Skyrim. <laughs> Oh, I'm just going to keep playing my little games on my phone. <laughs> Your Trogdor game, burninating. <laughs> is that out there still? I'm sure you can find it. And of course, shortly after E3, kind of as a side thing, uh, there was a fighting game that came out called Fighting EX Slayer that has characters that, like, Capcom technically owns a piece of them. They are part of the Street Fighter canon. I think they just refreshed their profiles on some website, but Capcom had nothing to do with this fighting game. It, it's a wild situation where, like, like late high school, early college for me, like late 90s, uh, basically one of the big figures that worked on, you know, Street Fighter 2 went off, made his own development company called Arika. And around, like I said, late 90s, he, they 
Arico collaborated with Capcom to make Street Fighter EX, which was, I think there were three games in the series, and it did a lot of the same stuff they did later with Street Fighter 4 and 5, you know, 3D models on a, like, just 2D plane, like a 2D fighter. But it was a collaboration. You had Street Fighter characters in it, and then these original characters Arika had created for the game. But apparently Arika maintains some kind of ownership over the rights to the characters they created for that game. Like, it's a weird situation that would not happen now where Capcom would have taken full ownership. So you had this weird split ownership situation, and they made a game after the EX, Street Fighter EX series finished called Fighting Lair that I think had just two of those characters pop back up again. I don't know if it was like testing the waters legally or what. <laughs> but then like flash forward as an April Fools thing last year, oh, <laughs> they released this th like really nice looking 3D trailer of Street Fighter EX characters in what looked like, you know, just this unnamed fighting game. Uh, and like no one knows if that was them testing the waters or if it was a legitimate release of a thing they were working on. Why would you put that up on April Fools? Yeah, but 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 <laughs> you can't test the waters on April Fools. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what for whatever reason? Unless I'm missing something, Mike. Can I? Can you? I mean, is that a thing? Well, that's your that's your out, right? Right. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> but you're not going to get serious responses. If, if it bombs, then you go, hi. But but it's a joke. Just what, kidding. Whatever reason, like they like the response, and a few months later, I think they announced that, like, no, this is <laughs> we're funding it ourselves. This is an actual game we're working on. It'll be a while. Okay. And then they released it this year, full of characters they had created for Street Fighter EX that, like. Like I said, Capcom still owns a piece of these characters, but apparently Arika owns enough that they can do whatever they want with them independent of Capcom. Hmm. Wait, so it backfired? They, no, I they don't. floated this idea and they're like, well, we'll just put it out on April Fool's Day. We don't, don't really want to actually work on this well, and make no, a game. And oh, crap, we had actual interest. Shoot. <laughs> no, no one, like... Time to hire a developer. No one knows. Well, no, they are a developer. That's the thing. They're self-publishing this. Like I said, Capcom has well. no involvement, but it has these characters that, like, like I said, apparently there's some weird split ownership going on, and they can both freely use those characters. Time to divert resources away from the thing we thought was going to make us money and <laughs> scramble to get this thing out now. Our April a, Fool's joke. In a reasonable amount of time, because yeah. we just put a, put a trailer up there that makes people think that we've been working yeah. on it but for so a it year. Took them... And they may have been. like, has, like yeah. you, you don't know. But it's still been over a year since now. Well, well, the game's out now. Like It came out about a year and... Oh. Let's see, mid no, the, the game exists and has been released. It's fairly bare bones, because they, they self-funded, and they've kind of mm. said... like, And they only, they only actually worked on it for a couple of months. <laughs> No, <laughs> and we'll just staple this together. Well, no, that's that's our working theory. No, last year April Fools is <laughs> right, when the right. April Fools, and, and so like I said, a year and two or three months later. But yeah, and I since they're self funding, I think they've said it needs to sell so well for them to add a lot of the stuff they've liked to add. It is fairly bare bones. Like you can play online. That's it. Fight other okay. people online oh. for the most part. I can do that in discussion forums all I want. Yeah, pretty much. Cost me anything. <laughs> oh, different kind of fight. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's just kind of this weird situation with an owner's rights thing that, like I said, I don't think any publisher would allow to happen nowadays. Yeah, weird stuff happens. Stuff goes 
gets is co-owned in different ways or they they work out something where somebody can use this part of the property or we see that with the superhero stuff that's going on right now if you ever want to see a like the double dragon franchise like i don't think anyone know knows who owns the right to that it's series lost right to the now. mists of time <laughs> <laughs> well you know there's weird stuff too that happens where you know like somebody doesn't refile some paperwork for copyright on something it's there's 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 a reason that night of the living dead is public domain mm-hmm. somebody didn't file the paperwork <laughs> that needed to be filed to, to secure something so now people can do direct spoofs i've got a friend in milwaukee and they do he's she's she works with this puppet group this they, they, they do it's great they do a puppet show version are the are the effects of, practical they are they are practical <laughs> effects they're like red streamers and stuff that come flying yeah, out yeah. it's great and it's this it's the story of of night of the living dead done with puppets and the lines from Mar- the movie and marionettes are puppets um and and george romero has seen it <laughs> And has like given it the thumbs up. He loves uh, it. Oh, okay. But they were able to do it because they didn't, you know, like they had they didn't have any money to buy the rights to Night of the Living Dead. It just happened to, you know, it had gone public domain. You don't know if it's marionettes or puppets. No, it's like hand puppets. Okay, so actual puppets. Yeah, and the people are like all in black with a black backdrop. Yeah. So they kind of disappear. And they just oh they walk, they're not they they're not the hiding. They're not behind a wall behind or anything. A thing no, they're all walking around. Level well, there's 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 prop stuff and they they do some of that but it's yeah they're not muppets it's not people down below right. with yeah that are completely hidden they're they're like in black outfits and so they kind of disappear behind it so but it, it's it's U- it's fun unitards yeah, essentially yeah. it's fun <laughs> i enjoyed it somebody gets killed they have like this little thing they have like you know this it's like red streamers that are yeah. all folded up and kind of packed up in inside of this go, little Pshow! thing no this this little thing and that it'll um, it, it's not mechanized or you know air pressurized or anything like that, but it's just like a little thing that velcros on. It's like a piece of cloth that is the color of the clothing that the puppet's wearing. Uh-huh. And then you can just grab it and pull it. Oh, and then it looks and like and it just looks like blood spraying. Oh, okay. <laughs> or guts or guts or whatever. Out, yeah. <laughs> you can get. Uh, I don't know if you can get it streamable, but you can buy a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they have a downloadable version of it yet. Hey, Alice, let me know. <laughs> uh, what else we got anything we have a Kevin question okie dokie unless you had something nah you sure I'm done you might change your mind 72 question okay yeah he Kevin was on the the same wavelength as you this week okay good he asks would you rather never read again or never listen to music again listen to music Reading and music still exist. You just can't make out words or music is just a white noise. Thanks, Kevin. Music, done. You would rather not ever hear music? I would rather never hear music again. Okay. <sighs> That's easy. Very, very easy. I write and play RPGs. <laughs> I don't listen to music that often, to be honest. Well, this doesn't say you can't still write. It just says you can't read. Yeah, but I, that means that yeah, so I don't know what I just wrote. I can't be sure that I just wrote. You the can't right thing. got no you way get somebody to else to proofread it. Although, for you. although you got to extrapolate it. Not listening to music means that now every TV show or movie I watch has no score. It's not going to tell me how to feel anymore. That's right. This yeah, is the. I, this is, I would rather. I would rather not be able to listen to music. But Kevin picked up on Cheetos and Cheesy Poofs. Sure. Which you wanted to do a segment on that. <laughs> well, we talked about that last week and. One of these weeks, we'll bring it up again with the group, with somebody, whoever's, who's, whoever's guesting here, we'll put some other question up. 
Kevin did it for us here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, say, I say throw away the music. I, I, yeah. I want to be able to read. Yeah, no, in a pinch, I would Also, probably... I can't do my job if I can't yeah. read. In a pinch, I would probably say music, but that's a real tough one for me, since obviously I don't have that work involvement aspect of it. It's just kind of, which do I enjoy more? And, like, I don't... It's a hard pick, but yeah, probably, probably music. I do like my reading. I'd get rid of reading. I don't really need to read for work. What are you reading so much? Oh, well, your RPGs. You're typing stuff all the time. You're reading code books. You're you're reading emails. I mean, you tell me you don't read for work? You're an architect. <laughs> you read all the time. You spend 50% of your day reading. I'll just listen to instructional uh, videos. Audio audiobooks. Trent. I'll get the audiobook version of the IBC. <laughs> Well, that's NF, a, NFPA 101. That was my next question was, can I get, can I get like... 2010 ADA. Can I get rock opera versions of all the books that I want to read? <laughs> all, the, all the great stories. Can they, can they do a rock opera version of it so that they're singing everything to me? Then I can not read and I can listen to them. And you can listen to music at the same time. <laughs> listen to the music and or have, we'll them, just have point, them sing the book to me. Well, just straight read audiobooks. Will you hear them as music? Because... You've lost the sense of reading and writing, so your your sense of listening to mm, sounds would increase. Was. That's not the question. The question was you can't read. I assume that means you're looking at letters on <laughs> well, a page. Well, I'm extrapolating. It makes sense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, now, you're, now you're just trying to make them tougher for me is what you're doing. I had the solution to Cheetos and Cheesy Poofs. You have a Cheesy Poof with a hard Cheeto shell around the outside. <laughs> Boom. Done. You get both. Why isn't why, why isn't somebody make that? I also discovered this week that there are flaming Hot poof ones. Are there? Yep. Does that make your decision... Does that help you at all, or does it just <laughs> confuse you even more? We're not going to return to that question okay. anymore. We, we've already hashed that one out. <laughs> Josh, Cheetos are cheesy poofs. If you could only live in a world with one of them. <laughs> they're either crunchy or they're the... The poofy kind. The poofy kind. I'd probably lean poofs. Really? Yeah. I would lean crunch. Craig would... Uh, or as I said... In a perfect world, there would be both. They would figure out how to combine them. Yeah. Craig is still conflicted. Can't decide. I'm conflicted. I forth. really can't decide. I like them both. And there's all the variations. Tough. Probably poof now that I know that there's flaming hot poofs. Because <laughs> that also means I still get my like my white cheddar pirate booty kind sure. of poofs. They don't make a crunchy version of that. So the pendulum has swung back to poof. Yes. Slightly. I am now... I am now leaning poof. Leaning poof. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but they're always discovering and, and inventing. I'm always discovering new things, and they're always inventing new things. So, yeah. you know, a month from now, I might be going the other way again. We'll see what happens. The great thing is, I don't actually have to make this decision. It's all hypothetical. <laughs> so on the, uh, the uh, bifurcated chart of, uh, of <laughs> crunchy versus poof, crunchy being dark orange and poof being light orange you're you're on the you're just to, to the one to the lighter orange the lighter lighter orange side of the middle instead of the lighter darker orange side being i'm l- leaning one I'm way three ticks or the toward, other i'm three ticks toward the poofy side three ticks to the poofy side okay how big is a tick <laughs> we're not gonna All get right. into that discussion so but i'd rather be able to continue reading I'll, I'll give so up. So Craig's music. reading, Mike's music, and Josh was... also want to keep reading. So okay. so do away with the music. Wow! There, there you go, Kevin. Bunch of music haters. Um, now keeping <laughs> keeping in mind from from this point forward, it's good that you uh, that you made us make this decision because now this makes us have to make a decision in house here. 
um, from this point forward, um, Mike, I will be handling the emails because you're not allowed to read nope. Kevin's emails anymore. No, I can just say, hey, Siri, read me Kevin's email. <laughs> and then you'll get yeah. that monotone, sing-songy sort of weird computer voice that mispronounces every seventh word. and Or just tells you, sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, which is what Siri does a lot. Which I'm um, just now discovering after having an iPhone for seven years. <laughs> Because Georgia passed a law that says I can't touch it when it's in my car <laughs> more than once or in a certain period of time. It's very nonspecific. I, I, I like the explanation <laughs> I saw was that like any like anything beyond what you can do with like a simple swipe is out of bounds. Right. Yeah, you're allowed to use your your navig to, to do the navigation yeah. or a map or or if you, you know. want to if you want to get a. A map location up, you need to do it before you start moving, unless, right. unless you can speak it as you're right. going. You can't type anything like, anything in or spend time scrolling around right. on a screen to find a location and right. press it or anything. So, which is why I've been I've been testing <laughs> the bounds of Siri's capabilities, and they are surprisingly um, not much better than they were seven years ago, <laughs> or unsurprisingly, I guess, based on what I keep hearing. Yeah. But apparently, um, Apple's actually doing something about that now. Finally, I well, think they. They fired the people that were working on it and hired all new people. Well, like, because I also have an Amazon Echo in the house, and it was like it seemed like their voice recognition stuff and interpretation was getting drastically better for a while. But then, like, at some point, it just seemed like it started falling off precipitously. Ooh, that's not good. That means whatever their learning algorithm is well, isn't working the way it's supposed to. It's getting confused by all by the. Uh, the avalanche of information that's coming through from people using it instead of getting better. Yeah, it, it it's like at one point it was getting really bad at like even though I never said the activation word, <laughs> like false activations <laughs> kept happening. How many uh, packages have you gotten of stuff you didn't intend to order? No, no actual, no actual <laughs> that, purchase related stuff. That yet. hasn't happened yet. Have you found stuff in your cart on your Amazon that wasn't supposed to be there? No, haven't okay. had that particular issue. Well, that's good. All right. Well, there's those are my answers. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you. Way Kevin. to uh, make us make hard decisions. Kevin asking the hard questions. <laughs> That's what he's been doing. All right. Are we wrapping up? I think. Yep. That should do it. Josh, thank you. Thanks for having me again. Thank you, Mike. Where can they find us? They can find us at nerdburgershow.com, at nerdburgershow on the Twitters and the Facebook. Email us or whatever. <laughs> well, email me. Sure, go ahead and just email Craig. <laughs> Mike's not allowed to read anymore. That's right. <laughs> nerdburgershow at gmail.com and? You can go to uh, nerdburgergames.com to learn about all sorts of game stuff, and you can go to drivethroughrpg.com to buy some of those game stuffs. <laughs> On the next episode of Nerdburger, Craig starts talking over the music we use in the show because it means nothing to him. And Mike has to have Siri read all his news items. <laughs> Here where we have made our decisions on whether or not we will be able to don't, read or listen to music. Don't think I won't try that next week. <laughs> That'll be fun. That episode'll suck. Who's on the show? Andy. 
Okay, then it's okay. Andy will save me. <laughs> if you're if you're a real pain in the butt because of that, Andy will make it all better. He'll he'll just try I'm to uh, try to generate himself a new desktop background with even more bad swears. <laughs>